Please continue to hold, and we'll be with you shortly. Thank you for holding. How can I be of service to you today? Yes, I have this recurring charge on my monthly statement, and I can't figure out what it's for. Well, we'll certainly do our best to help you. What does the charge say on your statement? Well, it's a $275 charge. And it just says Iraq War. Yes, ma'am, that is correct. The Iraq War cost the average American family over $16,000 since the war started. Are you kidding? Well, I never signed up for that. I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. You don't sign up for the Iraq War charge. Tell me, have you enjoyed your war so far? Standard charge for all Americans. Have you gotten a picture of who they are? That doesn't make any sense. and creator for more alternative media via podcast. Good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of 
the original Red Pill Show. Yeah, today is a Thursday, October 15th, 2020. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without my written consent. Finally, this show is opinionated. The host especially, callers 815-290-0912. People that are naughty in the chat room and tell me how to run my show. I know that I'm not ready to. I don't look like a sexy bitch, so I don't want to put my camera on yet. Okay, is that okay? Hmm? Plus, I can't find anything because I just got done fucking moving, and everything is just everywhere, which I'll share in a minute. Callers, guests, people that are naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated. Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, don't look here. We highly and strongly recommend you to hire a licensed. Uh, what? A, how do I say that? Fog. It's been so long. I need some more coffee. Hang on a minute. We strongly encourage you to hire a licensed person in his or her field there a little time. His or her field there. Little Tommy, I don't want to be accused of being a sexist. I'm a racist and a misogynist. Might as well be a gender-hating asshole, right? So what's going on? Broadcasting live from the wonderful state of Florida. Somewhere in the central part. On the Atlantic side, that's all I'm going to tell you. So how you doing? How's it going? Okay, so you want me to activate my camera? I just woke up, man, and it's a whole... Oh, is it? it's blurry now? Hang on a minute. Not blurry. It's choppy. It shouldn't be choppy because I just activated all this. And that's really close. And the lighting sucks. But it's good for... This is going to be perfect for my green screen because I got an ugly-ass electrical box behind me. I don't like the optics at all. But um, I got up at 3 this morning. And... um, it says it's 2 a.m. It's not. It's 4 a.m. here. Whatever. I am really trying to get used to this time crap because Colorado, it was, it's two hours behind. And then uh, sometime in Illinois was an hour behind. And now it's like freaking, well, no, that was an hour ahead. See? So... Illinois was an hour ahead of Colorado, and now Florida is an hour ahead of Illinois. So one plus one is two. Two hours. But I woke up at um, 3 a.m. 
I wake up and I'm not tired, I get up. But sometimes it means I sleep till seven or eight or whatever. What do you mean I got to sign into all this shit again? Oh my God. La, 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 la. Check your phone. Okay. Yes, it's me. How come you're the last one to get into your stuff? Any hackers out there, uh, let me know how to get into my crap because I know you know how to do it. I'm opening up the phone line, just so you know. I thought I was prepared. Yes, I'm trying to sign in from another computer. Yes. Do, 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 do. Sign in approved. Okay, there we go. 815-290-0912. But I got a lot of shit to talk about. Oh, my God. That's a lot of money. Fuck. Some of you are going to bed. Dwayne popped in. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I definitely caught your attention with that title, though, didn't I? How family fucks up everything, pretty much. And um, my story to go to Florida, which I'm going to share real soon here on top of some other crap, but hang on a minute. So let's go to, and let's go through the phone and type in. Okay. That's all ready to go. 815-290-0912. I don't like being this close to this fucking camera. Really? Okay, so for the past, I don't know, week for sure, I have been relocating. Okay, the phone things, you may not be able to receive a call over the internet. Why not? Can I get an engineer, please? Is it in a budget for in Freedom Revolution Network? I am going to try it. Eight one five two nine zero zero nine one two. Google Phone. Yes, it works. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I'm just, I'm just calling, calling the show to talk, to talk to you. Why the fuck are you fuck up, are you up, up so, early? so early? Okay. So we're going to explain that too for that asshole caller that called in. No, really. I like. I love all my listeners. I really do. Know how many there are? Actually, it's been so long. I should check. We think. So anyway, I couldn't sleep, and I'm like, you know what? I got my computer. I don't know how many of you have all moved. This is like my eighth time, fucking <laughs> in four and a half years. And I got my internet all hooked up. I hooked up my computer, and um. I had to buy a desk. Good luck finding a desk, by the way. What the hell was I going to type? Oh, Podbean, sorry. 
Um, looking for a computer. Oh, I went to Walmart and I found a Parsons table. And um, for 60 bucks, I mean, it's going to serve its purpose for now. Also, if you look uh, at the picture or the video on YouTube, wherever, you'll see a big old wall behind me, which I think I'm going to paint green, which then I can use my backgrounds and special effects crap. Um, and we'll see how that turns out. But I know people are going to walk in here and go, why did you paint that wall green? Well, that's why. Because this is a professional show where we respect everybody's feelings and we don't swear and let the listeners call the shots. So that's a recipe for failure. But if you would like to try that, go ahead. Uh, and if you also like to get your own show on this network, get hold of Scarlett or Mel and it's all on the webpage. And you can be professional too and not piss anybody off. Okay. All right, so I've spent some time, well, I spent two and a half years in Colorado, okay? This, all, this is all a segue, and this really isn't kind of like Tim Bitches, but I drove straight here from Illinois 19 hours, and uh, you can do a lot of thinking in 19 hours however i have to give props to sirius xm radio because they're playing a van halen tribute channel for now deep tracks channel 26 and playing nothing but van halen and as you all know i think it was yesterday we lost him um and a lot of people reached out to me it's like, oh my God, you hear about Eddie Van Halen and blah, and I'm sorry. And listen, I'm like, I, I, I think people think that he's like my number one music musician or whatever. And um, he's definitely my number one guitarist. Maybe that's where that's coming from. Mm, follow closely by Sammy Hagar, but they could be juggled. It could be argued. Eddie Van Halen did not motivate me to pick up the guitar. Sammy Hagar did. And this was before Sammy joined Van Halen. So it was right before, or right at the time, actually. Yeah, it was like right at the time. Maybe right after the time. 88, 87. 86, I don't know, 86, shit, 86, God, it's getting, yeah, yeah, I want to keep a diary, dear diary, I actually did that a long time ago, and I wish I still would have done that for recollection, there's a program called Marco Polo you can download on your phone, an app, and it's like video voicemail, you can talk to your friends, because I hate texting and emails and all the time it's always taken out of context. And in my opinion, 
even if it's a video like FaceTime thing, you're not going to say shit to people that you put in a text message or let alone an email. And it sure as hell isn't going to be misinterpreted, but it's called Marco Polo. It's really cool. A friend turned it on to me. And you can do your video whenever you want. And they can look at it whenever they want. And it's like a video answering machine. If any of you are old enough to remember what a pain in the ass that was. A, ves- a, a voice message. But you just leave your little video and then they look at it when they want. And then you can answer to it when you want. It's really cool. I, I've, I sent links, links out to people to do it. And their response was, Oh, I don't want any applications on my phone. People can get into my phone. phone. <coughs> <coughs> oh, man, it's been a while since I did that. Oh, my God. Whatever. Okay, fine. So, as you're there looking at porn like every fucking day. I don't do that. So, Marco Polo, really cool thing. Before I get into my show, too, there is this podcast that I've stumbled on. And, yes, I recommend podcasts because I recommend all the ones on this show. If they stay stay around long enough, all you fuckers on vacation, really? I mean, who do you think you are, me? Uh, Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes. Would somebody please make an iPod again? please, pretty please, or a Zoom from Microsoft? Why does Microsoft make all these great products and fucking stop? Why? Okay. So this is on iTunes. Uh, It's called Chatting with Candace. Okay. Now, before, before you listen to this and go, boy, this is great and everything else, this, this woman is an adult film actress okay a porn star all right i don't know (laughs) how i found this podcast but it doesn't matter i just did and i'm gonna tell you something you're you're gonna find out how judgmental you really are now i'm not defending this woman i'm defending the content of this podcast. She had the guy that came up with Norton. Was it Norton antivirus? McAfee, McAfee, John McAfee, who just recently has been arrested (laughs) and uh, is getting extradited back to the USA. As far as I know, that's mainstream news, but that podcast, that's the first one I listened to on her. Cause I check out, the so-called competition. And I'm going to tell you something. I just listened to one. Well, there's 26 minutes left. This one is with Josh Wilson because I get notified when there's new podcasts. So if you can just check your judgment at the door, because I don't want anybody, I can't believe you recommended a podcast by an adult film actress like okay well i'm telling you now so but i'm gonna tell you something 
Don't let that stop you from listening to the content of this show. Now that's a, that's a pseudo name or a stage name. I, I don't know what she's doing. Um, very briefly, she's married. She just had a baby and I really, truly think that she's evolving and, um, she's got some talent. I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, she really, um, her podcasts are engaging and if they're enough to keep me engaged and I raise my eyebrows and I'm like, wow, um, kind of think of kind of like a female Joe Rogan, to be honest with you, all of her shows are in interviews and, um, I mean, people like John McAfee and this guy, I don't know who else she's going to have. She definitely has some connections. So I encourage you to listen to that one. The one I was listening to yesterday where I was unpacking all my shit. I can't. All right. I don't stop. Uh, I don't know. It's like a uncensored conversation about men. So there you go, guys and girls, women, if you want to listen to it. But it, it's it's really fascinating. It's really, um, it's good. So there's another one for you. If you want, if you like listening to podcasts, which I do, I just wish somebody would come out with a fucking iPod again, MP3 player. All right, so that's enough, that's enough of that. When I find good, of course, Joe Rogan's awesome. Uh, Howard Stern don't have a podcast, which kind of amazes me um, to a point because I guess he would lose subscribers if he didn't have a show. He's going off the air in December, so he says, or the contract's up. But I, I, I haven't listened to him in a while, but I reactivated my XM Sirius Satellite Radio. And I guess this happens every year until they renegotiate and then he comes back. So I, you know, I don't really know. The only thing that I don't like is the politics and I'm not getting into politics. I am so sick of politics. And I think the first presidential, well, there's only been one presidential debate just nailed it. After I saw that, I'm like, this is a joke. This is a fucking joke. I mean, it was one of the worst reality TV show high school playground one bully against another bully arguing who's going to beat you up for your lunch money don't want to hear it so i don't i don't it turns me off hugely when i start hearing politics and if you want to talk rationally like this poor judge here i say i'm not going to talk about it but this really isn't politics this poor judge that's getting crucified by mostly the Democrats. It is just sickening. They did it to Kavanaugh. Now they're doing it to her. And it just really concerns me that the balance of power. I mean, it's kind of nice because we're seeing our system actually work if they quit fucking with it in the constitution. But it's nice to see the balance of power for the judicial side of the branch of government. Um, 
has some power. And the lawmakers, which is the legislative, is trying to get her to respond to questions that they want her to answer in their perspective. And it's not how it works in their belief system. So I got news for all you guys. I'm going to say this. I don't even want to get into this, but it really concerns me when somebody makes a comment to a judge about dogma and well, are your decisions going to be based on dogma, which they refer referring to the judge's religious beliefs. You have to watch the movie monumental from Kurt Cameron. I don't know how many times I got to say it, but this country was originated and has a foundation and a history and in my opinion is here because of this in Christianity Christianity and believing in God and Jesus Christ okay if you don't like that that's your right and your prerogative but without that I am sure without a doubt this country would not be here or it would not be the way that it is period you start separating god in church from our government which well tim that's what the way it's supposed to be no no they flipped it okay here you go on a rant already jesus christ this guy's an asshole no pun intended no the government cannot tell you how to believe and we just we just <laughs> we just saw an example of it by questioning this judge for nominating for the Supreme Court, questioning that if her belief will influence any type of decision in a case. And they were getting into Roe versus Wade. And so it's like, I don't want to get into this. I didn't even come in to talk to talk about this stuff. I'm just stuff's popping in my head. Because uh, I started with politics and now what they're doing to this poor judge. You believe what you want to believe in. But it cannot be argued or ignored that this country was founded on Christianity, believing in God, the Bible, and Jesus Christ. That's it. You have a problem with it? That's fine. But if we don't get back to god and all religions go to god and we keep turning our back on him he's going to turn his back on us and every time he's done that every country has been destroyed or gone to hell pretty much through self-infliction or invasion that's it so believe what you want. I don't really care. The government has no business in telling you what to believe in. And, but we do have a right. It's we the people, by the people, for the people. And we do have a right to remind the government where we came from. Simple as that. You don't like it? Tough shit. That's all I'm going to tell you. 
All right. So let's see. So let's get back to me. <laughs> um, I tried Colorado two and a half years. And Colorado's a wonderful place. And people ask me, oh, my God, really? You're, you're from Colorado. Why did you move? Um, quite honestly, how they dealt with COVID-19. And my hours were cut from 40 hours a week, excuse me, to 25. Now, I know I'm going to hear like, well, Tim, what do you expect? Listen, okay, the economy has been fucked up. COVID-19 brought it to light. It just brought it to the forefront. It's kind of like running an antivirus program on your computer. You always had the virus. You just didn't know it, and it was fucking up your computer, and you didn't know why until you ran an antivirus on it. So flipping at 180 degrees, a virus <laughs> brought how shitty the economy is or fragile it is to the forefront. And then on top of that, I can't survive on 25 hours a week. And just for number's sake, I was on salary based on 40 hours a week. You're, you're pretty much cutting my income in half, okay? Give or take five hours. Well, my bills don't, my bills didn't get cut in half. My rent didn't get cut in half. And I'm going to say this on the premise of this. Well, you're going to walk around potentially killing people? No. Of course not. If I wanted to go around killing people, I wouldn't be doing this show. This show is out of concern and to wake you up because I give a shit. Okay? But I'm not going to be indoctrinated. I'm not going to be fear-mongered. And I'm not going to be called an asshole again because I don't wear a mask and you think I want to kill people. Okay? The whole thing with the mask thing is this. It has to be at least an N95 rated mask to be effective, okay? According to Lou Dobbs, they had a medical expert on there about wearing a mask. There is no scientific proof that a mask is going to keep you from getting COVID-19. And very little scientific evidence to keep you from spreading it. So it's all a bunch of shit. Okay. According to Lou Dobbs, you got a problem with it. Argue with them, not me. I'm just telling you what they said. And I thought it was kind of fishy and weird anyway. I have no doubt that this whole thing's being used as a political weapon. I really do. But I'm not crossing that border or that boundary again. I'm, I want to get into politics, okay? It is what it is what it is. So I, I couldn't survive. And then when things kind of were relaxed and reopened in Colorado, I got my 40 hours. But we've been warned. You have been warned that the second wave's coming through. In the fall. Well, let's see. Uh, October is fall. 
and this is where it gets weird, but all the energy was pointing for me to go to Florida. Got a great job offer. It's Florida. I never, ever, ever thought I would live in Florida. Ever. Never. You might as well tell me now I'm going to live in New York City. That's how outrageous that was. And I can't see that happening. But never say never. And the second week in August, I had an opportunity, which I capitalized on, to stay in Illinois with a friend, which I did, and to regroup and rethink. Should I stay? Should I go? What should I do? I, don't know. I had some nice time off. I was very um, fiscally responsible and managed to shove some money away. So I didn't need to work. Although I did try to find a job in Illinois. And there's none to be found, at least for me. And it's the slowest time of the year anyway. It's like looking for a retail job in January when Christmas just passed. You're not going to find it. That, that's my industry in the fall and the spring. But I tried anyway. I couldn't find one. But I got a job opportunity here in Florida, and I took it. Because I'm trying to improve my life and get my life back that I had six, seven, eight, ten years ago, which I don't know if I'll obtain the salary money part of it. Quite honestly, I don't want it, but I do want to have a comfortable wage, which in my opinion, even being single is a hundred thousand dollars a year. And although I'm not making that yet, I am progressively on my way to that. That's my goal. And without goals, you're not going to, you're not going to achieve anything. And I don't want to get into goal setting, but it's, it's nice to have goals with a timeline, but I have a timeline of a year and five years, short term, long term. And I want to get back to making some good money where I can enjoy life and get out of debt. I still have some obligations I got stuck with and I'm paying off. So, but once that's gone, I totally had my freedom back and Colorado wasn't doing that. And the whole way the whole COVID-19 thing was handled, it wasn't going to be. I don't understand, and I need people to explain this to me without losing your shit and getting emotional. I mean, you're trying to kill my grandma or my grandpa. I mean, like, no, I'm not. I'm trying to live. Okay. This whole virus, again, and getting into it again, I've said it a million times. This whole virus is greedy corporate's fault and the government's fault for dealing with a communist country that actually the government, okay, not the people, the government of China that don't give two flying fucks about human life. And if you don't believe that, just do your homework on human rights and how the, the Chinese government treats people, okay? I mean, we might as well have dealt with Hitler. It's a little extreme, but 
to the point of the respect or their loss of respect for life. Okay. So that, and of course the Chinese people for not being responsible, but they've accelerated so fast in technology and quality of life from a third world country that you can't, they can't acclimate to the learning curve. I mean, what's next? Give them, giving them time travel fucking abilities. You don't think they're going to fuck up the timeline in, in the universe if you gave the Chinese time travel technology? I mean, come on, think about it. In order to have that much power, I don't care what it is, you have to have some type of responsibility and accountability and appreciate how precious human life is. You don't play with the virus and whatever reason it escapes and you totally destroy the global economy and you kill people. Okay. So there you go. But me as a hardworking person that still believes in regulated and enforced capitalism, I have to pay my bills. I don't know about you. Oh, but me. Yeah, I, I have to do that. So I decided that I'm going to make my way to Florida and I did and I am, I just got here. I don't know. What is today? Days are all messed up Thursday, Tuesday, got here Tuesday, drove 19 hours straight from Illinois, left at 5 AM, got here right at, right at midnight, which would be 1 AM because the clock goes forward an hour here. And it sucked. It fucking sucked. And I'm thinking, oh my God, how many times do I have to move? Because Illinois is a shithole. It's always been a shithole, but I was born and raised there. Raised a family, grew up there. I was born in there. Did I say that? You know, so it was quote unquote home. But. didn't turn out too well for me. And this will be a segue as to why for the title of the show, which I forgot what the fuck it is. Uh, you know, family fucks up everything. And uh, I'm going to share why I said that. Cause I asked this question and I want you to think about this. I got to refill my coffee. So I'm going to be away for about 30 seconds. Yes or no. And every person that I've asked this question has said, yes, didn't even think about it. So the problems in your life, 90%, I'm going to do it this way. 90% have been from family. 5% have been from friends, which I don't want to get into. And 5% is self-inflicted by you making mistakes. Okay. So forget the two last ones, just forget the first one. 90% of your problems and your challenges in your life has been caused by family. Yes or no. And I'll be right back. I'm going to get some some more coffee. Would you like some? It's black. It's Folgers silk blend. Oh, and I went back to a, I can't even shut up. I bought a percolator because I was at Scarlett's uh, about a month ago and she made 
this coffee in the percolator and I go, holy shit, that's so good. So uh, I had to buy some new stuff anyway and went to Walmart. And no, I actually had it off Amazon. She said Walmart had them and the one I went to didn't have it. And I bought an old fashioned percolator that has the basket and it sits on the freaking stove. It's, it's not an electric one. It sits on a stove, put it on a burner. Oh my God. It's the best way to have fucking coffee. So that's what I got. So I'll be right back and uh, I'm going to get into this. All right. Hang on. All right. So before I get into this, I have to say a preface or whatever. Now, family, okay, because if people are going to listen to this and they're not going to listen to the whole thing and take snippets out of it or a snapshot in time. Oh, that guy's an asshole. He doesn't believe in family. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, and I want to kill people because I don't wear a mask because it's all fucking bullshit anyway, and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to starve to death and set my goddamn apartment and go crazy. Family is imperative for society to survive and prosper and grow and evolve, period, period, without family social structure is going to be destroyed. Okay. Period. I mean, what, what's the point of, of being here and forget about procreation. I don't want to get into that because we can talk about that forever in the survival of the human race by reproduction. But I'm just saying, forget all that. What's the point And how do you improve and evolve without being in a family structure? I don't think you can. I think you can. That's a macro level. On a a micro level or small or individual level, I think you can. I think you can evolve. I think you can become a better person. I would like to think that I have. I tried the family crap. See, now here we go. It's like, Tim doesn't believe if I could just, I would just love to hear, watch somebody listen to this and start listening to it from here because they'd be like, holy fuck, this guy's an asshole. You can destroy my family. No, you're going to destroy your family. Or, or other family members are going to have a hand in that. <laughs> so, I'm only, I'm only sharing from experience. This isn't something I read out of a book. This is my life. Okay. And I can talk about my life. And the problem with this topic is that it's not discussed. 
And when it is discussed, it's to a point where a family is probably on the way out. Too much damage has been done. Some family members may have said to you, like they did to me, that they were going to destroy me. Uh, and that's surreal. So that's how deep this goes with me. Okay. But this side of the coin, this is the original red pill show. So you're going to get the other side of it. Oh, well, you just go to counseling and do this and do that and whatever, and pay more attention to your spouse or fucking what, you know, whatever it's, it's all these remedies when actually the cause of the problems aren't addressed. It's again, in my opinion, and self-titled is re-engineering it, reverse engineering it, sorry, reverse engineering it. Why did this happen? How did this happen? And go back to the beginning of when it started to happen and then re-engineer it and flip it and make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay. So what did you answer? I might pop in the chat room here because I don't have an open. What did you answer to that question? Has most or quite a bit, 90% of your problems or challenges or issues, drama, getting fucked up, jealousy, blah, 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 uh, false promises, um, a divorce, betrayal. I mean, it, it has that been caused by family? Because the answer that I've heard every time is yes. So what do you guys say, if anything? I know it's fucking four in the morning, sorry. Hello, Lee. Let's see here. Uh, oh. Oh, can you didn't record, man. Come on. Okay. Uh, time travel. Don't even watch Doctor Who. Which Doctor Who? Tom Baker? I like him. My mouth dropped to the floor. Why? I have Zoom. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what are you talking about? Are you talking about TV show? I don't know. La, 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 la. My mouth just dropped to the floor. La, la. Darren's going to bed. Good night, Darren. Two, it says 2.45. It's not 2.45 right now. Okay. All right, good. So Darren says yes. Good. Darren, Darren is an honest man. <laughs> so it is what it is. Don't say, oh, my God, I can't answer that because people are going to fuck up my life even more. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like saying your boss is an asshole and they're causing all your problems at work. Well, that's probably true, but I don't really think it'd be in your uh, best interest to say that. So fa family, family is, is, don't get me wrong again. I mean, family's imperative, but a, a functional family, not dysfunctional family. And quite honestly, uh, even mine, which I tried really hard to keep from being dysfunctional, from being a child of an alcoholic to dealing with my own problems in that area, 
uh, to making sure my kids got what I didn't to have a better life, to make sure their mom stayed home. So I busted my ass and she didn't work because I didn't want some asshole babysitting them and finding out they're a fucking pedophile uh, and just that type of stuff. So I did my best. I really did my best. And you would think, well, the kids are 18, you know, you did it. Uh, none of them are on drugs or in jail or whatever. Um, and you would think mission accomplished, but uh, boy, was that wrong? So, oh, the kids are gone. Everything will be fine. I can finally spend time with my wife and blah, 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 blah. And things just got shitty. Loss of your time of work. One of my, what did I say? So true. Family is the main, I'm going to highlight that one. So true, Tim. Family is the main cause of being fucked up. Yes. Yes. And again, I don't, I don't want to be on here blaming my parents, but your parents' actions have consequences to their kids because that's normalized complacency. They don't know any different. I didn't know there was something wrong with meeting your dad at a local bar, 21 years old and drinking with them until you got drunk as fuck. I thought that was normal. That's not normal. <laughs> uh, it was for me though, because that's all I knew. And God forbid if you're raised in an abusive family and dad, dad or mom for that matter, beat the hell out of each other. Oh, oh that's normal. That's what mom and dad do. And so on and so and smoking. And I mean, both my parents smoked. God, it's a horrible. I lived with somebody and I don't want to sound unappreciative and I'm very humble and, and appreciate it. But I just lived with somebody that they smoked in all of my clothes. Just I had to wash every single piece of clothing that I had here and I spent the last three days washing clothes, not to mention it was all over my stuff and everything else. So, but it, it see, they probably smoked because their parents smoked or their friends smoked. I don't want to get friends into this because that's only 5% of the equation. I mean, you know, you birds of a feather. So you're hanging with who you hanging with because We'll put it this way. Look at your five closest friends and then how they are. That's who you are, whether you want to admit it or not. So anyway, I'm going to minimize this. I don't want anybody saying in podcast sober Mike. Hey, Mike, what's up? Welcome. Okay. So again, I just want to make this perfectly clear. This is an anti-family. This isn't. If you fucked up your life by your own bad decisions and blaming your family, that's not what this is about either. It's just that we're, we're all indoctrinated that go to school, get a degree, get a job, get married, have two kids, work at the same place all your life, get a retirement, and you live happily ever after. Uh, that's And believe me, I did my best to obtain all that stuff, and it's just not true. And I barely graduated high school. <laughs> I never got a college degree. Um, so right off the bat there didn't work, uh, didn't have kids the way I should have had them out of 
uh, wedlock, one of them. And then when my girlfriend was expecting with her, her son, I got married. So I did a bass backwards, tried working for somebody for, well, let's see the day out of high school, 18 till 33. So I tried that for 15 years. Didn't work. Started my own company. So see, that's not, you're not taught that in school. Started my own company for 20 years and, um, it was great. Then the God awful thing of divorce, uh, almost five years ago, lost everything that I worked for. And I'm literally like, it's kind of like the reset button has been hit and the reset button has been hit the second time as far as geographically starting over for me, which I'm very fortunate to do. I could just pick up and leave, um, and go, you know what? It's not working out here after two and a half years in Colorado and, and all the energy is pointing to Florida. See, because now I got nobody to blame, but me. Okay. It might sound like I'm blaming the government and China and COVID-19 and the government of Colorado. And, and I'm not really blaming them. It's just that that's the rules and orders that they gave. And I can't live that way. It's called boundaries. But it's hard to set boundaries when you have a wife and two kids and then your mom and your dad. And, and it's like you really can't set boundaries because if you set boundaries and they're crossed and you enforce them, then you're going to initially have negative consequences. It's like, well, why are you doing that? Why you can't do that. But the negative consequences are temporary because you're, you're moving up. Okay. You're evolving in my opinion, but you have the wife, you have the kids, then you have everybody else that are trying to pull you down and keep you down because they don't want you to break free. Now, anybody that's been through drug addiction or alcoholism or anything of the kind can understand this because that's what keeps you addicted in living that life with your so-called friends. Okay. When you go into treatment, first thing you're told is you can't hang with those people when you get out of here. So I learned that lesson 30 years, 30, 35 years ago. Yeah. 35 more than that. 37 years ago. And that, that is the single hardest thing that I've ever done in my life, but I did it. But now I'm finding out that there's other addictions that are subliminal and we're not even aware of them. And that's codependency. Now, if that's too much to handle now, do I expect you to live in a cave like Tom Hanks and Wilson, uh, that type of shit? Uh, what was that called? What was that movie called? It's called survivor. I don't know. Do I expect you just to crawl in a hole and live alone and die? Fuck no. No. But, and this is where COVID-19 comes in, unfortunately. 
we are supposed to be around other people, whether we like them or not. I mean, it's just the way it is. We're supposed to coexist with other people. It depends on how close you let them into your inner circle, which mine is about that fucking big. No. So you don't have to be addicted to food or drugs or TV show or, or whatever, sex, you know, whatever, smoking. To finally admit that you have an addiction, okay, a dependency. Because when you finally deal with that and accept that and change it, then you find out that you're addicted to people. You're codependent on people. So you just replace the drug or the pack of cigarettes or alcohol or sex or whatever with people. And if you don't think you're codependent, then I'm going to ask you this question. Do you have a dog? Do you have a cat? Do you have pet fish? Do you have a snake, a rat? A mouse, a gerbil, hamsters, guinea pig, ferrets. Do you have any type of pets? Because if you do, you're codependent. And I've, I've only found this out by living in a place for two and a half years by myself alone without a single soul in my dwelling. Essentially like a cave. And, and I found out how much that influenced my behavior and my dependency on other people to so-called make me happy or deal with the challenges of living alone. Now, when I was in Illinois and I was telling people, which wasn't a lot, very close friends, what I was doing. Most of them were like, that's awesome. That just, I mean, that's great. I wish I could do that. I admire you, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm like, you know, I appreciate that, but freedom has a cost. And that cost is loneliness. Now I'm not saying I'm depressed and I'm lonely. It's just, it's just a fact. And see, that's the void there's a positive to this. That's the void that needs to be filled in with family. Okay. Family. You're not supposed to be alone. When newborns are born, the first thing they have to do is have contact with their mother. If you put that newborn on a cold gurney or whatever, and just let it lie there, it's going to die because it needs the interaction of its mother or other human beings. That's just the way it is. We have an internal need to be with others. You just do. But at this point, having freedom the cost is loneliness and, and, and it's, it's kind of, and I say freedom because bound by, like I said, being married, buying a house, having a job, 
30 year mortgage, house payments, all that shit, you're anchored. Okay. You're anchored because it's all about family. Now, can you have a family and not be anchored? Yeah, but that's not what we're taught. Could you rent month to month a house? I'm sure you can. Or an apartment, God forbid. Have fun with that one with, with kids. That's a bitch. But you can you can do it, but you won't realize that until you're on the other side of the coin or you swallow a big fat red fucking pill and go, wait a minute, you know, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And after I've been through what I've been through, I don't want to be stuck. And I have the freedom to resign from my job and give my notice that I'm leaving my apartment, which I did both. And I picked my shit up. I made a pit stop or an oasis or whatever you want to call it in Illinois. Spent some time with my son. And I came to Florida. And I can't tell you the smile I had on my face when it was announced that the governor opened up Florida 100%. Nobody can override him. And that's the way it is. And that was announced after I decided to come to Florida. So all the energy is pointing at Florida. And I'm here now. Now I'm here in my apartment. I I missed. Now with this perspective and living with somebody else, and they were a married couple. Um. I missed living alone because I got acclimated to it, and I can't tell you. How happy. It's just amazing because when I got divorced and I lived alone, it was horrible. Horrible. You really want to test yourself and your character and who you really are. Go live alone for a year. And I'm not saying turn off your phone and don't interact with people and blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying live in your dwelling alone. No dog, no cat, no fish, no nothing. You alone and find out your mental fortitude and your spiritual fortitude and find out how strong you really are. Because when that first happened to me, it was God awful, horrible. I got anxiety. I was walking in circles. Where's my dogs? Where's my wife? Where's my kids? Nobody. No, like Wilson and Tom Well, Wilson was a ball Tom volleyball. Tom Hanks on that movie alone. I mean, that's a very hard thing to deal with. But we're not supposed to be alone. And I'm hearing the suicide rate and divorces and everything is sky high right now because of COVID-19. But when you're alone and you have that loneliness and you're, you're a human being, you're supposed to be with family. But we're finding out how fucked up families are and how dysfunctional they are because of the lockdowns and everything else. And now you're cohabitating with your family and people are ready to kill each other in our family structure. When you should have bonded and became stronger and became a family unit. 
but that that just shows how fucked up our society is. Now, I'm not going to fix broken families, dysfunctional families, the planet, whatever. I can only fix my life, and this is my perspective on this. When I was married and ran my business, and people still to this day go, I don't know how you did that, especially after what she's done to me now in a divorce. Let's just put it this way. The woman I married, and I'm, it's not that I'm not over this. I just had to paint a picture. The woman I married is not the woman I divorced. Totally two different people. And I think, pretty sure Lyme's disease had something to do with that, but I don't want to get into it. It's a medically proven, documented medical record thing. And I, that didn't happen. That didn't help things. But be that as it may, when I was married, I also worked with my wife. So I lived with her and I worked with her. So how many hours of the day are there? Now, it's not like we sat in the same office eight hours a day because I'm a working outside owner and I went out and saw customers and did some service calls and tech support, second man on a job, yada, yada, yada. So it's not like we were inseparable for eight hours of working. Well, let's see, 10 hours of working, driving to work, spending eight hours, coming back 10 hours, then coming home, having dinner and all that other stuff and going to bed. So it wasn't like every waking moment was with my wife at the time or business partner. But I, I see couples and it's like, it seems to me that they can't even be together for five minutes in the same room. That's a problem. And I, I can't believe I'm saying this either. Oh, this guy is, is an asshole. Cause you're going to listen to the, from this part, holidays are coming up. Okay. So you're forced <laughs> to spend time with family members they quite honestly you could give two flying fucks if you ever saw again i'm being totally honest here you don't want to say it i'll say it okay so you're gonna hear all you know how's work and this and that and oh my godness and you know there's always this judgmentalism or this pecking order that you know you, you're making huge mistakes by some asshole outside family member you know, and then your wife's hearing it and then, then you go home and then you talk about it. Oh, well, maybe they're right. You know, see that that's the uh, hypnotic rhythm outwitting the devil where your family structure is trying to pull you down. That's the book. That's not me. It's free on YouTube. I can't tell you how important that book is to me in identifying this stuff, outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. It's free on YouTube. Got no excuse. But it's called a hypnotic rhythm. Your family and your friends and everybody around you and your circle of friends that really say they care about you. And I'm not saying they don't. But there comes to a point where you're evolving as a person in a family structure and you're rising above and they see that as a threat. And they need you more than you need them. But they will never tell you that. Because they can't obtain what you're obtaining and watching you ascend. They can't do that. And they're not going to let you do it because they need you for support. So they're going to try to hold you back. And they do that by jealousy, greed, insults, negative comments, 
treat you like you're stupid. What are you doing? You can't do that. You can't move. You can't get a better job. You can't buy a nicer car. You can't buy a nicer house. Yada, yada, yada. And it's mostly materialistic stuff in my experience. A boat, second home. Oh my God, Jesus, you know, how are you going to, what if you lose your company or your job? Uh, I lose everything. It's irrelevant how many I have. It's based on my income. And that's family. And, and that's the people that you, I kind of see why now people don't share their personal stuff. I do, but I see why people don't. Cause you know why you're giving the people that are closest to you bullets for their gun. This is paraphrasing here. Okay. This is an analogy. <laughs> you're giving them ammunition to put into their gun to fire at you. And that, it just baffles me because that's your family. And you would think that they have their best interest is for your best interest. When I see a guy with a beautiful woman and a nice car and a house, I don't look, and I think most people do this. I really do. Whether it's male or female, good looking guy, dog, bolt, car, hot car, this, that, whatever, you know, vacation. When I see that, I'm, I'm like, Hey, you know, I couldn't notice that, you know, you got a beautiful car, you're driving a Tesla, you know, whatever is beautiful to you. Beautiful house, beautiful wife, great kids, dog, everybody's happy. I ask them, how did, how did you do that? And 99% of the time they told me how, and of course they were business owners and blah, 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 blah. And I took that and I emulated it and I wanted what they had. So I worked for it. Okay. But I don't think most people think that way. I think they look at him like, wow, how, how did you get that good looking of a guy or a woman in that nice house, in that boat, in those snowmobiles and yada, yada, yada. And look at my life. My life sucks. I'm working at the same place at same, you know, I try working out. I try eating right, but I just stay fat and it's, you know, and fuck you. And you know what? If you can't have, if I can't have what you have, then you're not going to have it. And I'm going to hold you down and keep you down because you're happy and I'm not. So you're going to be miserable too. I'm just being honest with you, man. And I can't even comprehend that type of thinking. I really can't. But it's true. And you bury your heart and your soul and you share with people how to do it. I did that with family members and that even worked for me. And all they did is they took it and they used it against me. Family. 
family. So where do you go from there or here? Where do I go from here? Well, I'll tell you this. Without, without getting on the subject of divorce, I think divorce is a sham. I think divorce is horrible because for the most part, you're destroying one person so another person survives. And that other person survives based on income because you were the breadwinner and the other person was not. This isn't gender related. Women have gotten fucked in divorce cases just as much as men. And it's wrong. If you don't want to be with that same person, just go your separate ways. Because I knew this was going to happen and my ex got a lot of shit and she found a guy right off the bat and now she's married. So, I mean, I wasn't worried about her. And, and, and if she thought that I wanted nothing but well, what she said to me, destruction, destroy you, hate, resentment, anger, all this stuff. Um, that's not true because that shows your character and who you really are. Uh, and that's family and drama and more 90% of your problems from family. But after what I've been through and a ton of other people through a whole horrible divorce, I know people that will never, ever get married again, let alone date. Believe that or not. So now you're just taking the family structure in society and you're isolating yourself and you're being lonely because you're living in the past of all those negative betrayal, controlling, feelings that that you haven't dealt with because it's like it's like this okay you know if you put your hand in a fire you're gonna get burned are you gonna do that again well fuck no you're an idiot if you do hello but that's not even a fair comparison but you know if you get burned once you're sure as fuck ain't gonna get burned twice so i don't blame you for that but the point of all this was is family we all need family and if family are not loyal to each other, honorable to each other, have each other's back, share love, say love. Every time I talk to my son, which is like five times a day, we end the conversation to say, I love you. I don't think I've ever heard my dad say that to me once. My mom, man. Family needs to have each other's back. Unless a family member's killed somebody or it has a, a real bad addiction problem or it just causing self-destruction to them and then to the family unit, that's the exception to the rule that you just have to go, you know what, this ain't working out, man. You're taking me down. You're dragging me down. I got to let you go. In a fair divorce, whatever that means. But besides those two exceptions, 
family is forever. A dog is forever in your family. A cat is forever in your family. Until death do you part. Thick and thin, better for worse, blah, 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 blah. Failure, success, Lyme's disease, sociopaths in your life. See, that's the test. That's the test. But 90% of the time, family fails that test. Now, will you make mistakes? And you realize down the road you made a mistake and you won't repeat it. That's learning. That's experience. Nobody, nobody has never not made a mistake. That's how you learn. The people that don't learn and don't admit it and they were wrong, get a guy to admit he was wrong. Those are the people that you need to stay away from because they're not going to grow. So, and that's another part of it too, without getting into psychology and a marriage and a family unit, but the man and the woman, or even two women and two men, I don't give a fuck. Marriage is marriage and love is love. I don't really care about that. There's two people and Two people growing at the same rate is impossible. Well, it's damn near impossible, put it that way. One's going to outgrow the other, and that's where more problems come in. But you're supposed to lift each other up, not bring each other down. Because when people start growing, then that's a threat. And people grow mostly by obtaining happiness. And there are some people that are happy being miserable and love causing drama. And if that's your spouse, you got some serious fucking problems to deal with. Or they do, actually. Are you going to let that person keep you down? Are you going to try to bring them up? It's up to you. But I, I hope this made sense. I, you know, I got up at three o'clock Florida time. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm not tired. I went to bed about, I don't know, maybe eight, nine o'clock, fell, fell asleep. So I got my rest, but I don't want to be over sleeping because then I get tired sleeping too much. But I needed to recover my rest from driving 19 fucking hours straight. Uh, and then moving shit for the past three days. Um, and I haven't done the show in a while. And now I can and I will. But I did a lot of thinking in 19 hours and reflecting. And the question came up for me to ask people and myself. All your challenges and your problems and your restrictions... 90% of that has come from family, yes or no? And the answer is yes. So, 
So I'm going to end it on this. I'm not anti-family. I'm not, I don't hate women. I don't hate people. Uh, but I am very, 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 very particular in who I let into my life. And I am very particular in who I'm going to let close to me in my life again. It took 27 years, 30 years total to find out this person that I did that with. Although again, a medical diagnosis of Lyme's disease affected the person's mind that I married. I can't, I, I don't know how I could have foresaw that. Am I blaming everything on that? No, but I'm sure as hell blaming a lot because mental stability has a lot to do with insecurity and people talking shit and other family members to you because you're not in your right mind. But I will, and I do, pick my friends in my circle of friends very wisely, very cautiously, but not based on paranoia. And 90-something, I don't know where that number keeps coming from, over 90% of people that I grew up with in Illinois, I'm just not talking to anymore because they're in that hypnotic rhythm again that I keep talking about. They're never going to change, but they're not going to keep me down as far as living alone and a significant other. Um, there's no Prince charming. There's no sleeping beauty. There's no princess. There's no, that's all fairy tales. You're sharing your life with somebody. And there's good days and there's bad days. It all depends on how you handle it. But when you decide to share that with another person, you have to share the experience together and not blame each other. To become one. Spirit, mind, and body. And when you do that, and I have done it, and we did do it for 20 years, there's nothing you cannot overcome. You just have to be in agreement with each other. In that out of compliance, uh, you know, well, you know, yeah, we can do this, but I'm concerned about that. And you talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's really easy to do, but we don't do it. But, but as far as a significant other or a wife or spouse or partner for the rest of my life, I, I see it happening. Yeah, but then when you, when you marry into a family, then you got to deal with their parents and their brothers and their sisters and all that shit. So, and that's a hard decision. Do you, do you, if it gets so bad that they're causing you drama and problems and 90% of your problems in your marriage, do you keep moving on up and not burn a bridge, but just move on and leave your family behind, including your mother and your father, because you married somebody that you chose to share your life with. That's a very hard thing to do because you'll get threats and comments. Well, if you do this or you marry him, you're never talking to me again and you're going to be out of the will and all that. That wasn't said to me, but I'm just saying, uh, 
there's going to be consequences if you marry this guy or this woman. Really? Because they want to keep you down. You might be making the wrong decision. Who knows? It took me 27 years to find that out. But again, I did not divorce the woman I married for medical issues, among other. But that is what it is. And that couldn't be foreseen. So I don't know what to tell you. I mean, am I never going to have a relationship with a woman again because they can get Lyme's disease? No, that'd be ridiculous. That wasn't in the marriage vows till death to his part, unless it's Lyme's disease. Of course not. So anyway, just look at yourself. I'm pretty sure if you're honest and that easily manipulated and you're a rational thinker, you can look from the outside in and probably say 90% of my drama, my challenges, my reasons for not obtaining happiness have been caused by family. The other 5% most likely is friends, best friends, whatever. And the other 5% is you. But that's what you're going to have to deal with if you decide to be or have a family. And that's being married. But I still think it's going to be 90% with your parents and your sisters and your brothers and your relatives and blah, 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 blah. Well, I joined the military, so you should join the military, says my uncle, my cousin. Man, you should serve your country and be patriotic, blah, 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 blah. See, there's the manipulation again. And no disrespect to the military. I, I actually should have done that for two years. Because at the time I could have, but I didn't. My mother forbid it. See, mom forbid that. That's another control issue. Mom should have let me. I should have just joined, to be perfectly honest with you. I was 18. There isn't, there isn't a goddamn thing she could have done about it, except disown me, which I think was said. Maybe not. But it was enough of an effect and impact on me not to join the military. I could have got in the Marines with a snap of a finger because my cousin was telling me, and he was an E5 in the Marines. He goes, I'll get you on a plane to San Diego tomorrow. But mom forbid it. So even not being married, you're still going to have your influences through family. You're just going to have to decide what you're going to do to obtain happiness, set your boundaries, and don't look back because in the end, you're the one is going to be sitting in a one bedroom apartment like me first in Illinois, then in Colorado and now in Florida. But you know what? I can honestly tell you that I am happy and I'm at peace because you know why I don't let those fucking people affect me anymore. And if you don't agree with me, it's not your life. And it took me, well, I shouldn't really, 56 years, I really shouldn't say that because it's not really true, but 56 years to figure that out. Some people never figure it out. Some people die miserably. They might seem happy on the outside, but they may not be on the inside. And it's your life. 
you're accountable for your actions for what you do or you don't do, but don't be manipulated by other people, especially ones that supposedly love you, have your back till death to you part and yada, 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 and manipulate you because of their insecurities and their drama because they don't want you to be happy. It's not really true probably, but they don't want to take the risk of losing you. That's what it's all about because they need you more than you need them, which goes back to being codependent. That's my opinion based on experience and what I've been through. And, uh, I hope it helped one. He is, but again, family is very important, but regardless if it's a marriage or first degree of separation or second or third or whatever, 90% of my problems have came from my fucking family. And once you accept that and admit it, I cannot stress for you to have an epiphany and finally identify this by reading or listening to the book, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, and listen to the fucking thing. Because your mouth will drop to the ground. And you might wake the fuck up, which is the whole purpose of this show. Okay? So that's it. I'm going to go. Uh, hour and 30 minutes. That's long enough. Um, I'm going to try to get on a schedule, do the show Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and go from there. So I hope I resonated with some people. I'm not trying to upset you. I'm not trying to separate from your family. It's quite the contrary. I'm trying to get you to bond with your family and realize how important family is, whether it's your marriage kids, your family structure, or your mom and your dad and your brother and your sister and all that shit. So, but there comes a point if they're causing you 90% of your problems, you got to do something about it. Don't let them keep you down for any reason whatsoever. Okay. So good night. Thanks to Darren, total vagabonds. How you doing? Uh, let's see, Pamela. They say Darren Lee. Everybody in the chat room. Thank you very much. Share the show, please. And then people that are in the pod bean. Sober Mike Man. What's that? Man. Man care sound. Is that what this is? Cassandra. Anna. Ama. Ama. Hi. She said hi. I wasn't looking at the chat room. I'm sorry. It's a big distraction. Just like your phone. You know, you're doing something and the phone rings, you get a text message. It's like a dog to a bone. Same with the chat room. I, I can't have it open. I'm sorry. Because it'll be just like right there and I'll lose my train of thought. Uh, Tommy, Amifa, Taz, RTL5BY, whatever it is, Mike. Yeah, my family sucks. Dude, you know what? I quite honestly haven't met a person unless it's because they're risking their inheritance or pass for of wealth or being written out of a will. I could give a flying fuck about any of that stuff. 
actually, if my parents do give me money, I'm going to give it to charity. I don't want your fucking money. But if you really want to find out the behavior of your family, I'm going to end it on this. Wait till somebody passes away. And you see, well, am, am I going to get the car? Who's going to get the house? It's like, you know what? Your fucking mother or, or, or brother or family family member just died. And all you give a flying fuck is about what you're going to get, what they had in a materialistic position. I can't believe it. Every time I have witnessed this when somebody fucking dies. So there's your answer right there. Look at the behavior of people when someone passes away. It's just junk. It's just shit. What about the person that passed away? What about that? No, I need to know who's going to get the company. Who's going to get this? Who's going to get that? Well, you can go fuck yourself. So that speaks volumes of your family right there. So next time, God forbid, you lose a family member, look at how people behave. And you know what? The people that behave like that, you better put a boundary up and go, you know what? I know your family, but this is inappropriate, and I don't want anything to do with this. And move on. We do not need people around, like, around you like that because when you pass away, the people that you think cared about you, all they're going to care about is they're going to get your fucking car or your money, or your possessions, or any of your assets. And quite honestly, when I pass away, besides leaving something to my son, I just might give most of it to charity. I could give a flying fuck. People are horrible. I mean, they, they really can in a family. It's like, I don't want to leave this on a negative, but it, it, I, I've seen that, it popped into my head, and I just, you really want to find out what type of people you got in your family, watch their behavior when somebody dies. Shame on them. All right, I got to go. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show. I got to go. Good night. Good night. Fuck. It's morning. 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Darren. Appreciate it. I really hope you got the message out of this. Family is to be cherished. And no matter what, between good and bad, thick and thin, whatever, Family should always be family. And they shouldn't be an adversary or an enemy or a challenge. And they sure shit shouldn't give you 90% of your problems. That's it. I got to go. Thanks. Share the show and uh, have a great day. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.